From the 305 to the 303, welcome to TCSP. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Dr. Brian and the Casually Serious Band. Canceled them for what? Right. what? What did they cancel Dr. Brian? No? What did that? Oh, no, 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 never mind. Never mind. For a minute there. Sorry. I thought we were going to have to stop playing his music. Oof. There's also a limitations for what he was uh, supposedly, allegedly accused of, which we we don't think is actually true. But regardless, um, no, every, I think everything's fine with our good friend over there. He will not be canceled. Not in my lifetime. Not in not my on this show. Not, in, exactly. not on this show. Exactly. We've got some folks up here popping in here already. Looks like we got a we got a couple people joining in from the built different group. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, for hanging out from there. We've got a couple from the TCSP YouTube page. Uh, we've got some from the Cultivating with the Cannabis Cowboy. Thank you so much for your support. I uh, got a like or two in here, ladies and gentlemen. How you doing today? Uh, we uh, we came to talk about something that you guys have definitely heard about. And again, when you hear us speak about. Um, any topic really that has to that's more modern than it is uh, common, you're going to automatically have to say, well, these two guys right here are in their high 40s. Uh, we're going to get a really interesting point of view from it. But I think this particular subject is something that every one of us can have a, a really good opinion on and probably do have a really strong opinion on. Um, and that's this whole cancel culture thing. And, 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 and right off the bat, I'm going to say that it, it was all cool when people online on Twitter and Facebook could say, hey, this person said this back in 88, I don't like it. And then everyone else was like, oh yeah, that's pretty much not cool. And it would pretty much die there. Uh, but what started happening was, is you started having celebrities get get their information picked up from, law, from like a long time ago, tweets from a long time ago. And those people are attached to corporations and sponsorships and companies. And so what happens there is, in order to just forget about even a possible PR nightmare, a large corporation will automatically cut themselves off from a person if there's any sort of problem going on with them in the news and the press. And we're talking about some things that have to do with sexual assaults, um, you know, any major crimes and things like that, obviously. And, and obviously, we, we do need to take these crimes seriously. But the knee-jerk reaction from major corporations, companies, movies, uh, movie uh, studios... TV studios is automatically to cut ties with these people. And that is, that's a very, very messed up thing. And here, and here's the problem I have with it right off the bat, uh, before we dig real deep, uh, it's really very rarely do I believe these companies and corporations are cutting off ties with these people because they really feel strongly about what they might have been accused of. Almost 99% of the time I have to think these folks are saying to themselves, I don't care whether he did it or not, she did it or not. We are going to cut ourselves off from them because we don't want to deal with negative press. Period. End of story. Thus cutting off any ties or any future funds or anything else this person might have gotten. Uh, so that's one area of cancel culture that that I believe is sort of feeding this whole machine right now. 
Well, I, I feel like there's a lot of it, and that's the part that kind of keeps my head spinning on this topic because I do have some very strong feelings about it, uh, but at the same time, I've also been able to look into some of the reasoning for some of the stuff that's being done. And that's where it gets kind of tricky because, you know, you've basically got a bunch of people that are looking at someone or something, be it an entity or a person, that has somehow transgressed, right? Because it, at some point we liken, we liked them. They were fine. They were good. Everything was moving along great for this person or entity. And all of a sudden something happened. <laughs> they said something, someone did something, a representative said or did something. And, and that has to be considered obviously a transgression. We've, we've, we've gone backwards now, right? Because we're mad at these folks because of what they've right. done. And, yeah. and now we're gonna, we're gonna gauge that anger within ourselves. And we're gonna determine within ourselves, well, how bad is what I'm hearing? How, how is that? Am I not going to go there anymore? I'm not going to go to that store anymore. Am I not going to uh, buy that music anymore or watch that right. actor? I mean, this is where I feel like there's just so many moving parts to all of this and just one individual can start it. And, and that's the kind of thing that makes me feel like I don't even think it's named right. It's not cancel culture. It's consequence culture. It's it, it's somebody should be it, it's needing to be held accountable for something that was done wrong, and we now need to understand what is that consequence for what they've done, and what are consequences for social ineptness. I mean, what what do we do, and how far do we go when right. somebody well, says something versus somebody? Where's doing the court? Something? Right, where's the there's court none. On that? Because there's no you're going to no see you're going to have to say, hey, is there a, is there you know if, unless we're talking about crimes, sexual assaults, things right. like that, right. obviously of you course. report those to the police, and then those things get investigated. Yada yada yada. Um, but anything else, we kind of either have to believe it or kind of hold an opinion. And I, ha, let me let me ask you this real quick: Are you a fan of the show called The Orville that's created by Seth MacFarlane? I'm not familiar with that show. It's sort of like a modern sort of Star Trek. It's a live action. Uh, there, it all takes place on a spaceship called the Orville. Anyway, there was this episode uh, that I, that really was amazing. It was it was out in 2018 is when it aired. It was called Majority Rule, and it seemed kind of far fetched at the time, which is very bizarre. But what would happen was if someone got if someone got uh, accused of a crime. What they would do was put their picture on the news and have people hit up or down. There's a little button on there. A little, everyone carries an up or down vote thing. And they hit up or down vote. And then that whole vote is tabulated whether that person is guilty or not. And it was a really, really intelligently done because Seth MacFarlane is a friggin' genius. It was a really intelligently done episode that kind of showed the future, which obviously wasn't <laughs> that far off almost right away. Um, the problem is this. If we have someone that's accused of something that's either a crime or something heavy, then automatically things would get reported to the police or something that, like like we just said, it would go through some sort of system. At this point, right now, um, social media people have the ability to end your career just basically by getting a following, and 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 we don't know what's malicious and what's true. We have to go through this sort of situation where we figure this stuff out. But then again, we aren't really the ones that are doing that. Eventually, if it's an actual crime, police will do that. But if it's a social crime, or if, if if they said a bad word or used a word that's not used anymore, or said something racist, you know, like that's something that back in the day you just kind of put that in the back of your head and said, "All right, well, they said that one time, but you know, how are they treating people?" You kind of you you moved on a little bit, but you kept that in the back pocket, like, "Yo, this guy said that one time." So, you know, if you start seeing a trend with that person, then you can start applying that knowledge. But it doesn't happen anymore like that. It's that that first strike thing, and you're done. Like, mm -hmm. 
you know, you said this dumb shit where you were 16. Well, dude, let me tell you a lot of dumb shit I said when I was 16 that right. would not fly ever anywhere, you know, <laughs> like, uh, and, and I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened to the sensitivity of, of, of us, but as someone who's a huge fan of stand-up comedy and, and free speech, uh, the cancel culture shit has really gotten me hard, man. It's gotten me <laughs> pissed off, dude. And it makes sense with, when you, as you mentioned comedy, because, um, it, it makes a I'm lot of, a lot, well, a lot of topics are off, off, you know, off limits now. I mean, there's things you just can't talk about there, you know, in, in our day, comedians understood that there was really no taboo subject you can really hit on anybody and in fact the more you hit on the more you did the the more likely you wouldn't be considered uh, a racist or remarks you made uh, insensitive because you, this is what oh, you within do limits. and, and within well, of course, limits but, well, look, yeah. look i mean carlin did it, did it i mean they, you know yes but they still in some cases were very polarizing in some of the things no that doubt. they said and would stand yeah. by yeah i said it and that's what they said that's how they felt and they incorporated that into Thank their God. act. So you either determine that you appreciate that or you don't. And you know what? If you don't, you very simply can just shut it off. You can you can watch right. something else. You can find another comedian that you feel more appeals to the kind of humor that you like. So uh, be, doing what we're doing now is that we're, we're making it so that uh, folks like this, they're not going to want to open their mouth like this. They're going to say that, you know, the, this world isn't ready for comedians like that anymore, or there's no place for them maybe, or if somebody's going to be that brash and that open that something comes out knowing full well in the context that it's, it's a joke. We're just trying to, but if you're saying it to, in a way that it's taken as an insensitivity towards an entire group, you're in trouble. That's it. You're in trouble. It doesn't matter how small yeah. that group is. It could be an indigenous group living in a tiny island off of Guam. There might be twelve oh, of them, yeah. and no one's ever seen them. But go, don't Someone's make fun. Someone's gonna of them. Google that don't, shit. Don't, yeah, yeah, don't don't go talking about them in some bad way. That now some group somewhere is gonna talk about how terrible you are. And then it comes back to mm -hmm. us, like you were mentioning before about uh, well, how bad, how good is this or that? As far as what somebody says, like you get to the point where it's like, why, for me, why do we not like her now? And, what, what is it that we don't like about what did this one do? I'm constantly asking that question because obviously whatever it was, it didn't stick with me. So, oh, they did? Oh, really? Okay. So so now there's no albums for this one anymore and their their labels gone and all of this stuff. Right. And I might not think it means much at all, but you know, to, to another group of people, obviously it's enough that you have to start your canceling. Yeah, and that's the, the 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 shitty thing about it is I don't I don't think people are given a shot to defend themselves, and and so we can do it from a couple of different angles. I think I think some of the, and and I I want people to understand. <clears throat> excuse me, it's not necessarily where you lose your career. You know, there's a lot of other things you can lose. At one, first and foremost is going to be your credibility, your believability, and things like that. So right off the bat, what happens is let's say an, an NFL player gets accused of sexually assaulting a girl which as we know as hardcore nfl fans you and i this happens at least once twice three times a year to some player in the nfl at some point um now we know that that there are some instances where abuse has happened and they've gone into that and luckily there's been evidence that they've been able to capture sometimes there isn't uh but a lot of times these are people just trying to get these players set up to a point where they have to pay them money where there's an out of out of court settlement. So there's a lot of stuff attached to uh, the cancel culture with the gold digging issues and shit like that. But again, you have to figure out how to discern some bullshit from something in, 
you know, an actual Ray Rice event or something that's really bad and screwed up that needs to be policed and action needs to be taken. Um, it's insanity, you know, like I'll defend, um, you know, something that they, that, you know, you know, I'm not going to get into that Cow- no, Dallas Cowboy thing. Never mind. I'm going to jump off of that one. Uh, I, I know that there's just been so many instances of people being canceled, uh, you know, like uh, Chris Hardwick. Chris Hardwick is just the nicest frigging nerd dude you will ever know in your entire life. And this was an amazing thing that happened to him. He got, I believe he got, um, this was a few years ago. He was accused by somebody for uh, of being in an abusive relationship and multiple people in, 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 an, in an opposite faction, fashion started coming to his defense. I don't believe this is, this is, this is not the way this person is. Da, 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 da. I think this person may be misled or maybe saying something out of emotion. And a lot of people came to his defense and he was still dropped by, uh, you know, the, the, the talking dead, walking dead. I believe that was what he was doing after episodes of the walking dead. He would do the talking dead uh, and a great, hilarious comedian, uh, host of a show at midnight that used to have a lot of comedians on there, broke a lot of comedians from that show. And we were kind of me and my wife and I were real bummed about that. But it can happen like that, man, to people. And uh, and he's on the way back um, from proving that person wrong or whatever the case may be. He's being brought back into the limelight again. He's got another chance. But it doesn't happen with a lot of people, man. You know, um, no. that's, that's that sucks. Some people deserve it. Some people don't. The people that don't are, are going to get just as screwed as the people that do. Yeah, no, it's very true. And I mean, the, the, the whole phenomenon of this really kind of came up with the with the Me Too movements and, you know, the, all the hashtags that everybody was throwing out there in uh, 20, what, 16, 2017, probably. And, yeah. um, you know, led to things, you know, real cases, Harvey Weinstein, Bill Cosby. I mean, real cases of, of just criminals that deserved what they got. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, beyond that, it really st- kind of stoked a different level, though, because whereas those two... Uh, were proven that you know they they had a, a lot of wrongdoing. There was a lot of people that were targeted after that uh, that had not um, <clears throat> political figures, musicians, actors, anybody that had any kind of level of somewhat you know importance or or, or notoriety would suddenly become a possible victim of this, and it could be for so many different reasons. And that's where I feel like you know even though this phenomenon kind of came up in the twenty some some things we've had boycotting and ghosting forever right i mean this is kind of a yeah. similarity to what to what this is if it's a company and you know uh, somebody said something bad ab- about the lgbtq abcd community i'm sorry that was bad um i really don't know the order of the letters but i know them all i promise um but if you say say something bad whether you're a restaurant or maybe a popular hobby shop what's now happening here you know money's being given to one particular political side the other side doesn't necessarily agree with that what what do we do now because i really like the chicken and that store is pretty badass so um do i like that they say certain things that you know or they feel a certain way i guess i should say and, and they kind of put their money where their mouth is with their no donations not necessarily uh, but at the same time, do I feel that I'm going to do my part to cancel and my small part would be to just boycott uh, those places? I don't. I, I don't. And and I'm not necessarily going to do it for um, political views um, of certain people within the company. I don't care if it's the owner or anyone else up, down or, or in between. The fact of the matter is those companies put a lot of people to work in the country. And those all those people can't be necessarily agreeing with what 
um, a few people within the corporation may say. So um, there's still good to be done there and some positive to look at. And I think every individual has to make that kind of uh, assessment based on each of these things. I had no idea about Ellen until recently. So she's mean to her employees, I guess. I didn't read enough about that. Maybe that's a terrible thing, but um, no, I don't, we're, I, we're, I don't that's know. Tag, that's tagline shit. There's always like, I, that's, that's what a it toxic sounds... environment. Look, I mean, you know, it's, well, it's, you know there, there's so many levels of, of, of a workplace and certainly <laughs> of, of a studio and putting on a show like they do. So um, could there be some indiscretions and things happening in there that might be negative along the way? Sure, um, that could happen anywhere. Is it necessarily on yeah. Ellen? You know, I don't know. But But this is getting a little ridiculous when it's constantly about getting on somebody over something that maybe you just heard about. And now you don't like them either. Well, because I heard this, or they did that, or I heard about this. Look into it for yourself. See what it is. Who's accusing who for what? I, it just, it, it seems like the too much. It's like, what, what do you want to do all this for? I've got time for this crap. Did he get busted? Is, are they going to jail? Did a judge, did, 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 did a bad thing? Look, is that, okay, fine, you're done. If that didn't happen, then shut the hell up, man. And either don't watch their show, don't listen to their music, don't go to their store, but shut up. Stop posting it all over the place about what you don't like about them. Stop ripping <laughs> statues out all over the place because you're angry about them. It's just some of this stuff is just ridiculous to me. And I know I just threw that one out there without any explanation to it, but still. Look, I, it has a lot to do with this. And I just said it, the lens is a little big right now. So the lens is huge for right. everything. It used to be television and uh, newspaper, right? So that newspaper information, when we were growing up in our days, it, it was trickled to us very slowly. No matter how fast a news day it was, uh, the information was given just much slower to us compared to what's given to us now. And not only that, misinformation is dialed up and right. given to us at right. just as fast of a pace. Mm -hmm. So we're given all this stuff, and it's really up to the ind individual whether they any red flags pop and they start, start saying to themselves, I'm gonna have to investigate this further, or they said to themselves, I'm just gonna I'm gonna just believe this person and go with the flow because I don't feel like dealing with this fucking myself. So yeah. the problem is is that it's it's a it's a real gang mentality with a lot of these things. And uh, you know, right away, most people are you know guilty until proven innocent, man. and 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 it's just it's just another form of censorship and not having the ability to to defend yourself or or even go on, you know, if you can get ahead of the news cycle and say, um, you know, my apologies. I apologize for what, you know, some, you know, insensitive shit I might have said a long time ago, um, you know, that and, and that would end and maybe people would be like, OK, I'm cool with that. You know, that would be great. But it doesn't really always work that way. And it's because we have we have such ability to be assholes on the Internet and, and everyone takes advantage of the ability to be just a major asshole. So they go into these chat rooms and start fueling fires like, yeah, I think, you know, I do think that it was super insensitive. Uh, of what, let's say, um, do, 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 uh, Gina Carano said, uh, compared something to the Holocaust or something. Um, and so right away, pretty much, she was fired from the Mandalorian. And I don't really know, I don't even want to, I don't even want to get into it. But it's just one of those things that I think as an actor, if you're going to say something in the news, a Twitter, anything like that, and you decide to freaking F with things like the Holocaust, uh, or, or, you know, or, or, black rights or black lives and gun violence and there's a lot of stuff that's not only polarizing but also something that you just have to realize that when you when you talk about it and voice your opinion whether you should or not you have to realize you're going to get something back for an opinion that's largely unpopular with people we all know that it's freedom of speech but it's never freedom of consequence and unfortunately right now we are dealing with a majority rule episode of the orville where 
right away in, in, in social media court, we're going to hang these people and make sure that they're never in the fucking public eye ever again or ever able to um, say anything uh, uh, apologetic to move on. We've got, uh, oh, Jordana, here we go. She compared being a conservative Republican today to be a person in the Holocaust. Mm. All right, so again, you know, without diving deep into that one, it does not matter. She could have said, I find Rice Krispies to be the food of the Holocaust. And then you just got to realize to yourself, dude, how about you don't fucking say that? Mm -hmm. You know, so there's there's instances where, okay, cool, there's a slap on the wrist. There's a lot of things that should be given to this person. She should have definitely been checked hard by her company, maybe docked. Uh, a month, two months, three months pay and stay the F off of Twitter for six months. There's a lot of stuff that could have happened, but no. What happens is she's no longer on The Mandalorian and probably not on a lot of things. Uh, well, that's also... Associated. Have, right, but I mean, there's also, you know, sensitivity training. There's things that people can actually... That, that could be... Look, actors, musicians, people that, that are popular have these issues as well. And some of it, a lot of it breeds from ignorance. And that alone... Yeah is going to let people understand that this isn't somebody who's really a historian who's speaking about she might not know anything about the holocaust or what it really was and what it really you know was all about and maybe she needs to sit down uh with with leaders with groups that either either survivors or I know we don't have many left but uh, of of this to talk to and understand why you don't make a comment like that uh, but and like you said to be able to check yourself to be able to not say it certainly somewhere where it's going to then not be taken not necessarily out of context you said it the way she said it i mean was pretty was pretty clear what she was saying right uh, but, but but at the end of the day obviously it was uh the analogy she used i feel uh, probably came more for ignorance. Not trying to make an excuse for her, but at the end of the day, I don't know why you lose your job over that as well, like you said, instead of maybe, you know, taking some sort of a penalty and uh, undergoing, you know, some, some you know, uh, a little bit of sensitivity courses or something to understand what that means to people. And that alone sounded weird coming out of my mouth because I just, <laughs> I feel like we're overly sensitive already. So, but but I guess the, the argument comes with some of these that the people that are, are relating this kind of talk are maybe under sensitive. So, so we need to get somewhere in the middle yeah. here and maybe some of them need to come up a little bit to understand some of that. I know with uh, the Miami Heat uh, player, um, Miles Leonard here, Myers Leonard um, in Miami who, had made some comments and he was, you know, the team basically uh, put him aside, you know, paid him, but kept him off of the, off of the team. There was some local uh, rabbis here in Miami that came and spoke to him. Uh, Julian Edelman of the Patriots actually came and spoke to him, a Jewish player yeah. in the NFL. Um, I mean, look, those kind of things where athletes kind of got together and other people got together to kind of say, Hey man, let's help this gal because he's young. He made a comment. He shouldn't have said it. He did it while he was playing a, a game, I believe actually. And, uh, you know, it was kind of out of the moment and again, bred from ignorance. And it's not something that this guy, this, you know, 20 something year old needs to be canceled for. Uh, I mean, his career needs to be over for. Uh, I'm a Jewish guy. I, I, I get it. Some people are going to say some dumb stuff. I say dumb stuff sometimes. I certainly don't mean it in a negative way, but I, I need to check myself sometimes off, off of just uh, things that I might say just casually, whatever, but not trying to be insensitive to anybody i mean at any point because i don't feel like I'm, i would ever try to be that person 
But God forbid, I, I mean, if everyone is following me around with a microphone everywhere I went, you might catch something somewhere. <laughs> and if that, you know, that gets blown up all of a sudden, mm -hmm. not that anybody cares too much about uh, Ken Man to, to get me canceled. Well, I'll tell you. Just try it. Well, uh, I <laughs> Alexa hears me say some pretty effed up shit. <laughs> sure. I know that for a fact. There's a, there's yeah. a database of really nasty stuff in there for sure. Real quick, I want to I want to say uh, rest in peace to Mary Weinrib, who is Getty Lee's mom, and Flora Klein, who is Gene Simmons' mom, who have both passed away recently in their 90s, who I believe both were Holocaust survivors. Wow, look at that. Yeah, pretty pretty crazy. But uh, two nice, nice major, right there. Yeah, two major uh, influences in the rock and roll world who actually toured together uh, at the very very beginning of both of their careers. Kiss and Rust were tied at the hip. Uh, and yes, so both of their moms, uh, the, the respective leaders, if you will, of those bands, mothers just passed away. So rip, uh, rest in peace to both of those. But yeah, and neither I, band I, canceled. Yeah. Look at all those years, man. No canceling. Let me, let me tell you. So here. So if we were to take this cancel culture machine and go back to Kiss songs, <laughs> forget it, dude. Forget it. <laughs> it just wouldn't have happened, man. And and I know I, I understand. Here's the deal. As we get more intelligent as a as a human race, as more information gets thrown us, thrown at us, and we hopefully ingest it and we spit it out intelligently, uh, we start growing and we start saying things that are more intelligent than the things that we used to say. I get that. There's an evolution in the way that we are as humans, as our uh, our language goes. Although people are just really still killing the English language, um, there's a, there, there's an evolution of all that, but. I, I don't know. I still I just feel like there's that people are just too quick to talk shit, man. And 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 you know I think I think a lot of people don't realize the consequences they lay out for people by just jumping on a bandwagon of hatred or anger of cancellation or whatever the hell that shit is. Um, it's it's just it's sad. It saddens me. It pisses me off because if I've got to worry about uh, you know stand up comedians having to cut their uh, their shows or, or their 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 all their work simply because they're saying the wrong shit. That's messed up. You know, we, I was a huge fan of this lady, Lisa Lampanelli. Have you ever heard of Lisa Lampanelli? <laughs> oh my God! Yes, all of right. course. So Lisa Lampanelli for years, she had a massive peak. I believe it was probably around the 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 maybe around 2010, sort of 2012. She was peaking pretty hard. You heard LL everywhere. She was amazing. And she just talked a lot of nasty shit like, you know, New York would be, you want to come over my house and you want to, you know, like she mm -hmm. was just really, and she talked about different races and the Puerto Ricans and, mm -hmm. and it was a beautiful thing because I grew up Italian and I understand that East Coast, you know, uh, Irish, Italian, Brooklyn, New York kind of mentality. And whether it was even borderline racist, which it wasn't, it was just sort of edgy. It was something that you wouldn't find like a sort of large white woman to be saying. And that's mm -hmm. what always worked for her. But let me tell you, she kind of got out of comedy right before it all hit. Because I remember saying to myself, how would LL last, Lisa Lampanelli, Lisa Lampanelli last in this culture right now? And she could not do her act. Um, Dice would do it just because he could fucking do it. And, and he didn't care whether 10 people showed up or not. Uh, you can't cancel Dice. I think they tried to already. He came back. Um, <laughs> which is another wonderful Jewish man playing an Italian uh, like Henry Winkler and very other uh, various other uh, wonderful Jewish actors we have in our that are very tied in with the Italians as yes, this sir. guy right here is with me. Um, but yeah, the, 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 the censorship of it is what really kicks my ass and I don't enjoy it, man. I think trying to find a way to um, 
intelligently sift through the uh, information and, and let people try and defend their jobs and keep their jobs uh, is, is a smart thing to do. But it just doesn't happen, man. You're, you're, well, done. you're done when they say you're done. That's true. And the Lisa Lampanelli uh, reference was fantastic because, I mean, it's, it's the queen of mean. I mean, she, she's known for this. It, it, you understood that you were going to get roasted by Lisa. Right. And, yeah, she would absolutely hit on everybody, everybody, everybody. Uh, and, yeah. and if there's going to be somebody who's sensitive to that type of humor, you know what? Don't watch that type of humor. Don't don't pay attention to Especially that. You want to cancel it? Cancel it in your manner by just not paying attention to it. Don't don't watch it anymore. Don't give <clears> money to that. Don't, you know, just stay away from it. There's people that like it. You know, and and it, we like that type of humor. But you're right. She probably got out uh, just in time to not be a, a part of that. And she, if anyone, my God, how she got out clean, I don't understand. Because that girl, I, you know, I, I like very that. few female comics make me laugh like belly belly laugh like that lady, man. Incredible, incredible comedian. Yeah, she brought it back, man. She, you know, there's some of the, some of the original comedians, our female comedians, I remember watching were like uh, Wendy Liebman was one of the best. Uh, which she had a lot of subliminal stuff that I that right. I think that Kevin Nealon kind of did. Roseanne uh, early, early Roseanne stand up. Roseanne Barris, yeah, she hilarious. didn't give up either, man. <laughs> she talked a lot of shit, and again, she got she got canceled right away from her own effing show. I know, um, but you know, yeah. I don't know. She said she she said she tweeted it on Ambien. That's what I heard. I believe she right. said I was. I was effed up on 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 uh, on sleeping medicine, and I tweeted something about something about something from the Middle East. Which I, I don't even like any. I don't like any of her show. Like the show Roseanne, I did not like at all. I mean, I watched it for a little while because I was a huge fan of her stand up, but that show yeah. to me was not. I didn't. I wasn't impressed with that show. I like you got go, Google that old Roseanne Barr stand up. That is some yeah. funny funny stuff. That, she that's just in there with the with the white collar shirt. <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah. She's just spitting on you and like saying the domestic goddess shit. Yeah. It was, it was. It was. She was really good, man. Yes, but again, I, 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 think that there's. I think there's been sort of a downtick in, in a lot of that stand-up material. There's still a lot of amazing people that, dude. There's a guy, uh, Nate Bargatze. I don't know if you've ever heard of that guy, Nate Bargatze. We've seen, we've seen about five or six of his specials, and the guy has in four specials, he's never said a curse word. He's the only guy in area comparison. He's the exactly. only guy that I've heard that can get you through an entire stand-up session without cursing like Bill Cosby did back in the right. day. Right. Uh, and, 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 and so people like that can, can thrive right now, but then right. there's comedians that I want to see that are definitely talking shit. I'm, I'm lucky enough to be, I'm going to go see Bill Burr at Red Rocks. Uh, we just got George Lopez tickets. So I'm fighting for these comedians to be able to still say what they were originally going to say without any fear of anything. Those people, I think, out of anybody in our society, stand-up comedians, the jokers, the jesters, those fucking people need a pass. And I'm not saying a pass to say, chop off the heads of every African-American you know and shoot every white person you see. No, I'm just saying give them a pass to say funny jokes that maybe might irk you a little bit. You know what I mean? But Because we all know the difference between something that's a joke and something that's meant to really fucking piss you off. And comedians don't really say those kinds of things. They they again they police themselves in that matter but right um, well the stereotypes I, I, are usually what they're going after so right, that's what right, sometimes right, right. people could be sensitive the funny ones right <laughs> that's what you have ones. to decide what are the some funny ones and what are not the funny ones you know so right. I, I feel like that's the thing where i look into it a little more and i read and i research it and i think what i think right off the bat because i'm 
I'm just against this whole thing so much. I just feel yeah. like there's good, there's bad, there's ugly. It's all out there. Uh, you know, gravitate towards what you think is right. Obviously, we don't want you know our kids listening to certain things. Uh, that's always going to be there, but we're never going to produce this perfect you you know utopia where we're all just going to be hugging and lovey and everyone's going to be happy with each other. That's just not going to happen, man. That's just that's just not the world that we, that we live in, and it's not a big deal either. It just has right. to be some understanding of what's going on and the ability for people to try to have some way to defend themselves, to be able to have some sort of due process through all of this. And again, I'm not talking about the main offenders and people that are actually convicted of crimes. I'm talking about people that are just either said something decades ago, or they just can have done something or, or, or in a way or made a, a reference to something uh, that probably was ill-advised. And, and ultimately, they need that opportunity, I think, to be able to, to correct that. And, you know, you look at someone like Mel Gibson, you know, and he took a lot um, from his comments about, you know, Jews and Hollywood and his inability to break through and, and whatever. And then some of the comments he made uh, were very strong. I mean, as a Jewish man myself, I was, I was, uh, I was offended yeah. a bit by Mel Gibson. I'm not going to lie they, in they his comments. But, but what's that? They let him back. I know. And honestly, but this the point for me was that I still like his movies. I still think Mel Gibson is a really good actor. I uh, in and a decent director in a couple of movies. Um, so I, I'm no, not going to stop. Great shit. He's done some. That's great what I'm trying shit. to say. Like I, I'm not. I'm not canceling Mel Gibson. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. still watch Braveheart. I'm still. I'm still a fan of the Lethal Weapon movies. I'm not. You know, these are not things that I'm going to determine uh, where my money is going to go because he made some stupid comments. I don't need to like the person, Mel Gibson. I don't need to like the dude. It's not like I'm going to go hang out with the guy anyway. I don't have to like certain musicians, yeah, but yeah, if yeah. I like their music, I like their music at the end of the day. You know, you don't have to like a business owner, but you like their product and you like their product, man. At the end of the day, these are still Americans in our country that are doing business and we are in a society. This is what we do. We purchase goods and we do what we like and what we don't like. And if you just decide you don't like a person, so you're not going to shop there anymore. Well, you better come with a real good reason for it, if you ask me, like a damn good reason. Yeah, the problem is is, is um, it's decided right away. Shout out to uh, everybody on the uh, Casually Serious Podcast Facebook page checking us out. We had a bunch of y'all over there, along with my Cultivating with the Cannabis Cowboy on YouTube, as well as Facebook. Thanks for joining us and hanging out with us, guys. Appreciate uh, it, guys. We're still talking about the cancel culture. And uh, again, uh, what you were just saying is damn true. And the, the most of the time, it's because these people are directly it's all about the employers in my eyes because if a big giant you know if Lionsgate film has you know a bunch of Louis CK movies lined up and they find out that he masturbated in front of people that didn't necessarily want to watch him masturbate uh, you know they have to take immediate action right away they don't you know they can maybe find a way to hush him up and send him to sex counseling or some shit like that but it doesn't work like that anymore they just cut they just cut you off Everything is done, and again, that was it. That was an effed up situation. Another effed up situation. Kevin Spacey, one mm -hmm. of he was one of my favorite actors, man. And to find yeah. out that he was sexually assaulting a young boy and 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 and, and bullying and, and and using his power in that way, that fucking pissed me off, man. Yep, and, and, and should. 
Yeah, and it's sort of like a casualty. It's like, oh, and I think to myself, Kevin Spacey's dead now because right. for all intents and purposes, he is. He we is. won't see him. Mm-hmm. He's not going to show up like, hey, I'm Kevin Spacey for Ajax. Oh, wow, Ajax. I don't even know. Did I just date myself there? Uh, I don't know. Kevin yeah, Spacey. I think, I think it's still a thing. Yeah, it's still a thing. I, I just I don't know. It saddens me that a lot of these that a lot of these people are fucked up and, and you know, they deserve to uh, get punished for crimes and things that they do, especially the things that we just mentioned. But, mm-hmm. you know, opinions I, and, and things that that aren't really, you know, destructive to anybody. Dude, everybody just needs to shut up and, and you know, for God's but, sake, take the microphone away from people like me. Yeah, I get that. Hey, what, I'm glad you mentioned uh, maybe not Ajax in particular, but products. What about Aunt Jemima? Aunt Jemima's been canceled. Right. There's no more Aunt Jemima. And, and I, I, I don't I'm know correct. if I understand this, and I don't want to be insensitive here either, but, I mean, where are we going with, with this? I mean, I, I I don't get the Aunt Jemima thing. I, I really don't. And then maybe, again, ignorance. Ignorance. <clears throat> I, there's somebody maybe could tell me what did what happened bad there. What what was Here's wrong the with the product? What's I can't, the image? I can't speak I on it. The image had already been... Um, I believe mess with because we're talking about let's see, Burn Hollywood Burn from Ice Cube had Big Daddy Kane and Chuck D on it, and they were talking about uh, the lack of black actors and black people in Hollywood. And I believe um, for Big Daddy Kane said, for what they say, for what they call them, Aunt Jemima is a perfect term, even if now she's got a perm. So that. As I say that to myself, it leads me to believe that what they did was they took her out of the the gear that was associated with racist black uh, stereotypes from back in the 40s and whatnot, and gave her a perm, and which wasn't uh, really instead of the do rag. I think she was wearing the do rag in the in the early days, is, right? Is that what like it was? 90s. This is the 90s right. I'm talking about. So okay. recently. I believe it was just another one of those things where someone said, well, hey, how about this? How about Uncle Ben's? Why is that guy another on the rice right. thing? Yeah. Right. Like, so, uh, so these black figures need to be recognized for what they did. But what Aunt Jemima did was provide amazing pancakes. At the, at, if you read anything about who Aunt Jemima was, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I just, I, I, know. I believe. I don't know. I just like the cutoff the shit can happen to you at any point in time. Yeah. And if it can affect the syrup, <laughs> there's nobody's career that is. That is not out of touch from this stuff right now. Don't mess with my syrup, man. Hours. I just, yeah, I, 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 I mean, look, like imagery, likenesses, all of this kind of stuff. I get it, uh, and it, it, there's a marketing thing that goes with all of that. Certainly, they don't want the negative marketing that goes with it. Um, you know, you look at another brand like Goya. You know, Goya got boycotted uh, during the election time because he, um, you know, the the CEO of Goya got behind some remarks that Trump had made about immigration and whatnot. And then all of a sudden, you know, now the best black beans in a can are we're not allowed to buy anymore. We're boycotting Goya. I mean, these You're are right. these are oh, that's yeah. Miami stuff, man. That's crazy. right. I mean, you can't do that down here. That's for sure. Maybe I don't even know if y'all have Goya in other parts of the country, but we do. But, well, that's good. Uh, but look, if, if it's it's got to be Goya, it's got to be good. But it, it just didn't to me. I heard the comments. I saw what he did. I felt to me like it was so much more political. Now, I don't want to be insensitive uh, to immigrants and to and to cultures that they came from and what they've come to. I'm not that guy. I'm born and raised here, so I don't want to be that. I do live in Miami. I have a ton of friends that have gone through this, and I've heard these stories plenty. So I do get it, and I do understand, but I still don't quite get this one because I feel like this is more of a political pull 
than it was anything else. I mean, no difference than when Goodyear made their comments and then all of a sudden, you know, all the Republicans decided, oh, no more Goodyear. It's like, really? I mean, Goodyear? They, they employ hundreds of thousands of, of Americans across our country, but we're not, we're, we're mad at them because of, 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 of some political alignment that they made. I mean, you got to take the, the sides and just put it, get it out of there. Like, don't worry, let's just look at product and then determine where we go from there. It's just too much of it. You saw what happened in Atlanta with Major League Baseball pulling the uh, the All-Star game out of there and Delta making their comments due to the voting restrictions laws that were passed there. And and then all of a sudden from the Republicans that voted that in in Georgia came, well, now we're going to cancel Delta. Now we're going to cancel Major League Baseball. And, and those are the and again, I don't want to get too much into the side thing. But I feel like the Republican side kind of weaponizes cancel culture because usually when you're thinking cancel culture, you're thinking about a bunch of ultra liberals running around just pointing fingers at everybody and canceling them. But the right has just as much to blame here with the way that they go through and they cancel corporations and they cancel where the where the money might come behind some of the stuff that doesn't line up with them or comments that they might make that's backing some sort of social reform or something that doesn't align with what generally their populace agrees with. And it goes right back to fear. It's the same kind of fear mongering that they do. They just yeah. want to put the scare out there that look what they're doing. They're taking this away and they're taking this away, but they're acting within that same uh, realm, just the same, but in their own manner. So this is a problem all over and, and politics really needs to get out of it. I think if anyone makes the arguments to me about any of the reasonings why somebody's canceled or not, if it comes down to politics, you don't have my ear anymore. And honestly, everyone else should feel the same way. Anyway, yeah, I'm just saying yeah, for me, you shouldn't all feel the same way. I'm not going to tell you all how to feel. But seriously, the politics thing, come on, man. It's enough already. We're all Americans. We have our differences with political beliefs. But at the end of the day, man, let's just do what we do, okay? We, we, we make stuff. We work with each other. We buy things off of each other. Let's not point fingers at who voted for what and, and, and what your political belief is. And stop being afraid. Too many Americans are afraid. You guys get scared too damn easily. This is for a different show. But God dang, folks. Start thinking for yourselves, man. Don't be reading these stupid things you read on all these stupid message boards. And all of them are dumb. I don't care what side you're reading. It's all stupid. You're just doing it to appease yourself. You read what you like to hear. That's all it is. Stop doing that. That's it. <laughs> yeah, the, the reason why I called uh, the show conform or be canceled is, is because I feel like that's kind of what has to happen. And, and, it, and, could, and it could be conforming to something that morphs on a weekly basis there's opinions and stuff that wave and ebb and flow and and, and it, when it comes to social media and the people that are running social media and are driving the social media machine are not the people that need to be making these kinds of decisions right. they're the exact opposite of the people that need to be making these decisions on whether someone's career is now going to be canceled because of something someone said or because of something, some you know that was insensitive. You have to, we have to start finding some levels to this shit, man. It can't just be an across the board cancellation for everything. I mean, 
I agree, but I mean, there are definitely some things. I mean, look, the, the owners of these sites obviously have every right to put what their content is going to be allowed or not allowed, and and they're going to then be able to. But they have to do it on a very equal basis. I think that's where it gets a little perilous, where people are thinking, well, they said this though, and and why are they still on there? And they talked about right. that group, and but now because he said this or. You know, I, I get it. I mean, Trump's probably the biggest one to look at being banned from Twitter and Facebook and still is um, because of things that he said about the election. Um, yeah. You know, it, it, so at the end of the day, you're qualifying that based on uh, honestly facts, because I'm sorry, guys, the election was not stolen. It, this election was looked at more than any election ever, ever, ever in our country. If any election was not stolen, it was not this one. No big news there. I'm sure most of our listeners already know this, but. The point is he's peddling that information uh, that is incorrect, factually already proven many times over. So I get their reasoning. I don't know why it's gone this long. I don't know where you finally get back to where you say that guy can be back out there again. Um, I don't really care. I'm not paying attention to him uh, when he was our president or now or in the 80s when I started hating that man. Uh, but. Just the same, though, I don't care what Joe Biden says either, <laughs> and I'm not following him, and I don't give a crap if he has anything to tweet or say uh, that doesn't affect my life right now. I like it better when I don't hear about my president in the news every single day. And and But the, the cancellation part of that from the politics comes when you do have a president that does play on that level and goes towards that kind of um, fear-mongering again in, in, to enable, in trying to enable the base to be rallied behind uh, some inconsistency that he found uh, with, with something that was worded in, in bad for him, I guess. And, and that, type, that type of stuff, I, I think there's no place for it, certainly not for a leader. Um, and we're seeing it too much. And not just him, please, both sides, by the way. <laughs> it happens, you know, uh, Pelosi's doing it, Schumer's doing it. Uh, they're all doing it. But uh, to sit there and point fingers one way or the other just makes Americans look stupid. So we need to be the ones to be able to make heads or tails of this a little bit better and understand that it's not a political issue. It's an individual issue. And it's all about accountability, which goes back to why it's actually consequence. It's not cancel culture. It's consequence. We need to have accountability and then there needs to be consequences for what it is that people are doing so that they can have some way to be able to get back to where uh, they once were if what they did was not considered a, you know, certainly a crime um, in the crime of, of just Americans watching this stuff in social media, uh, there's no place for that. Yeah. And I believe if, if, if it was not viewed as a tool to get to society and, and culture and pop culture, uh, you know, certain political parties wouldn't even use it. It, it right. is. It's an in. Right. It's a vein. Yep. It's a tap. It works. It's a, it works. Yeah, it's, a, it's a gold mine. It's a gold mine, if you will. And and I believe, um, you know, we we saw one president more than anyone. We know who he is. Uh, use it more than anyone to wield and 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 just do things back and forth, regardless. And I never, I didn't really care about, you know, I did care about the shit he said, but at the same time, it was just like I realized that. Someone who's using this as sort of a big megaphone is not doing enough to let his actions work. Uh, and and I don't want to hear what the fuck my president has to say, really. Only only like on Thanksgiving, where in the hell they have to do the addresses and all that shit. I, that's it. And even then, I'm, I'm muting it and just trying to find a place to go smoke some weed. So I don't know. I, I, I really it, that kind of shit bothers me. But, you know, it, it, it's all a big power. It's a it's a, it's power in a lot of people's hands right now. 
and and as Jordana said, people are quick to judge others. That's definitely now more than ever. And their judgment could be whatever they felt at the time, dude. They wake up and they feel it. Oh, screw this guy. And they have like 9,000 followers. And then those 9,000 followers have 10,000 followers each. And forget it. All of a sudden, someone's you know, completely screwed because they might have said something, you know, years ago. Yeah. So. And, and what are and what are most of those accusers missing? And it's, it's introspection. I mean, you're going to go yeah. ahead and, and start these accusations to people uh, that you've seen or that somehow they've got they're out there and, and you're you're not happy with something that was said. But you're not looking into your own self. You're not thinking, well, what if I made some comment like this or did some kind of you know, made some kind of off the wall comment that I either got taken out of context or wasn't truly how I feel as a person. I, I said something stupid and I shouldn't have said it. Well, that's the introspection I think that's missing here from some of this. It's yeah. people's ability to try to look at yourself a little bit and understand, ah, man, I could have made that same stupid mistake. And, you know, nobody really cares what I tweet because I'm not on a TV show and I'm not making uh, music and whatever it is that this person may have done. But, but let's get back to that again. Let's get back to looking within ourselves and be like, yeah, all right, man. I That was dumb. That was dumb. They shouldn't have said that shit for sure. But but I get it. I mean, I under, you weren't trying to be malicious in your intent. And, and that's something I think you would see by people that do the same thing over and over again. Okay, now you've got a reason to say, okay, this person here, um, they're, they're consistent with this. They obviously have a problem. And it's gone too far for you know most of, of society to be able to deal with anymore. And you're 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 basically okay. You know, I'm not even gonna say Kevin Spates because like again, what he did and what the uh, Cosby and Weinstein did. I mean, those are flat out crimes. Those are flat out criminals. It's a totally different story. Uh, that's not oh, I made a mistake. That's a, you're a freaking criminal. That's a different story. But the, but to yeah. misspeak or to speak out of ignorance. And, and just make a comment that that might be insensitive to somebody. You you got to be able to learn that too. And the people that are out there just peddling it need to look at themselves a little more, also. Yeah, that's the truth. And again, if we're not talking about using all of these things people are saying as tools and stuff like that, and just sort of realize people are people, and we say some stupid shit every now and then, again, stupid shit and completely racist shit is very different. So don't get right. those two things twisted. All right, don't try and get me canceled, dude. We don't have any sponsorship right now, so you can't, we're, we don't got any money. Cancel home. us. Try it, please. <laughs> we'll probably get more publicity that way. Yeah, Do we'll it. find another way of deal houses, believe me. <laughs> um, what do we got to see? Uh, Pink Floyd. Uh, Simon says Pink Floyd really upset me, but I still listen to them. No, uh, I, you know, I know, I where, he's, I know where he's it, coming from. As a, as a Jewish person, I would have thought you might have said the same thing about Public Enemy, which I think you did have a problem with Public Enemy at some point because Professor I, Griff said some off-color things. Yes, he definitely uh, did. And yes, I absolutely yeah. did. And I, again, take that from complete ignorance. Now, the yeah. stuff Simon's talking about with Pink Floyd, I think he's talking about, uh, has a lot to do with Roger Waters, uh, who is an extremely um, out there po political figure. And he has no uh, censorship to him on how he feels. It comes out in his shows even. Um, but yeah, there were there were um, certain alignments that he made and certain comments that he made that definitely uh, were disparaging to, to, to Jews. And I get it. I was, I was th uh, kind of thrown back by that as well. And again, I don't need to like that individual, but at the same time, I can appreciate the music that they make. And that's really where it goes with me. I'm not gonna take offense to it because I'm the kind of person right. that feels like if somebody that I don't care about doesn't like me or says something about me that offends me, that doesn't bother me at all. 
because I don't give a crap about you. I, I look, Roger Waters, I love your music, but I don't give a crap about you. Mel Gibson, you're a great actor. Not I don't give a crap about you. So what right. any of those people think of me or, or some in insensitive remark towards either my religion or something like that, that's not going to necessarily turn me away from watching the product or hearing the product or whatever, or even purchasing a product that you make. It's going to make me know that maybe you're, you're a little ignorant or you're a little insensitive or whatever it is, like you said earlier, Bob, not flat out racism. That's a different story. But, you yeah. know, these, these are the kind of things that I think people need to almost take with a grain of salt. You need to just calm down a little bit, look at that situation and think of how you would be in that situation as well. You know, even though we are not there and then some of some of it, what does it come from a, a little bit of jealousy? Are we, oh, you've got, you've got money and you've got, let, let's, we're going to knock you out of there. You know, I don't like your music anyway, or whatever it might be. I just don't get it, you know, and I know we didn't touch a lot of the uh, the statue thing because the House just passed recently uh, that uh, that they are going to remove the Confederate statues um, from um, from the oh my God, where was it now? From the Capitol building. Sorry. And, you know, they've been doing this throughout southern uh, states for a while now. And to me, again, uh, I'm very I I'm sensitive to the situation. But when I saw it happening, I was like, this is ridiculous. You know, at the end of the day, these are statues. They commemorate something that happened. Hey, situation, whatever, good, bad, or ugly, it's still it's still there to kind of show that situation. But I will say this. I've had people speak to me about that because I've said this before in a few different places. And I am understanding that I have probably, I'm probably underestimating uh, the sensitivity portion of some of this, uh, some of what these people did, some of where these, uh, those, these statues are located, uh, some of those kind of things that I didn't understand as much I got to get a little bit better understanding of. And may I may still not agree with the removals of them completely, maybe the relocations or whatever. Um, I do better understand uh, the sensitivity part that maybe I was missing because I'm not from that group of people. That's not my heritage. And I, I, you have to be a little sensitive to that as well. And I feel like that changed me a little bit of my, of my feeling about it, um, even though I still am pretty strong about uh, feeling like we need to continue to keep these things here and let's just explain what happened, what they did, why the situation was bad. That to me helps to propagate more knowledge of history instead of just the kind of uh, sweeping it under the rug. Well, I think a lot of those, uh, when we're talking statues and monuments in, uh, in America, I think automatically when you hear about, when you see that or something like that, you automatically assume that if it's allowed by the state or the government, then it's perceived as a point of American pride, whether it's a positive or negative point in history, it doesn't necessarily matter. If you've got a group of people who are being held down uh, uh, by systemic racism, and then you've got them looking at monuments that back up that systemic racism and actually show the history of it as if it's sort of a point of pride, right. then I really, really, truly understand why. So, because because there's, there's many different ways to oppress people. Uh, it's done visually, it's done psychologically, and, and and those kinds of monuments can be a form of psychological oppression for a lot of groups of people, depending on what we're talking about, obviously. Um, so those ones, obviously, I think we can we, we have to figure out, though, you know, as as someone who's not involved in any of these races that are that they're talking about, you know, how much voice are we supposed to have in any of that shit? You know, and, right. And, and what 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 do, what really does our opinion matter uh, uh, to Native Americans if we're not Native American? What does our opinion matter to black issues if we're not black, you know? And and I, I don't know. I think I think maybe we're take we take too much of a, a big net and, and drop it over everything nowadays and, and just throw things in and say, Oh, this person did this, well they're they're this and, and we don't hear from them ever again. 
Um, I don't know if there's any way to get around it. I don't think there is. I think even the fact that we're talking about it might actually be making it, um, you know, stay in people's heads and, and people's minds. But it happens, man, and it happens quick, and it's it's pretty messed up, man. And with the times that people don't deserve it now. Are, am I happy that the times people do deserve it get screwed? Yeah, but I mean, did they? Did it happen in a court of law? Did it happen the way it right. normally happens? Right. Probably not, man. Right. You know, and 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 so that's sort of like, you know, that's when they throw their hands up, like, wait a minute, you know, I, I thought, you know, as a criminal, you got tried in, you know, court and da 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 da. Well, you know, really not anymore. No it's due process. Public opinion. Yeah. Right. There's, there's no legal due process here. This is the way it goes. And it could start from just one person literally nowadays, whereas you would never have that before. So obviously social media is the fuel behind this. But, um, and, and look, I don't have any problem with the little guy having a voice. I've always been for that. So if this is what, look, I mean, look, come on, I'm doing a podcast. Uh, it's important. Like we should, you should be. If you're one person and there's something that's meaningful enough to you, Go ahead and do it. But you need to be thinking very, very strongly about what it is you're actually doing and what consequences are these actions going to have, you know, yeah. not just not just on the person that you're directing them towards, but just in general, if this is the way we're going to go about conducting our business and calling people out, because this is just not to me, it's not the right way to do it until we can finally really learn full stories about it. And and you're right, that's not what's going to happen. Someone's going to say something, someone's going to write a little story about it, doesn't matter who it is, doesn't matter where it gets published, it's just there. And then people follow through with it. And there's no accountability for the person that wrote it anymore, unless they're working for the Washington Post or the Times or somebody of any value where you have seen stories retracted or apologies given uh, because they've jumped the gun on some of these uh, accusations that didn't really uh, come of anything. So it is important to really look into them a little bit more. I still don't know what certain people did wrong after kind of doing a little research on this show. I'm going to go back because I still want to better understand it because I honestly, I, I want to try to understand better. The statue thing I jumped on right away and I got mad about until I kind of got a little bit more information. And yeah. I, I, I've taken a little bit more of a backseat to that. And I feel like uh, we all need to do that a little bit more. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for hanging out with us. Speaking of social media, we uh, have our wives who are constantly supporting us with this insane podcast that we do. So thank you so much to our lovely, lovely wives. We love the hell out of you. And thank you for listening to us, Blab. And thank you for coming in uh, every seven or eight minutes and listening to us and then getting away and then commenting. And I'm just kidding. You probably sit down and watch us. Also, thank you to Simon, Brandon. Uh, we've got uh, Michelle Thompson came in to say hello. Uh, you guys, uh, thank you so much for making us feel like the words that we're saying are actually going and being received by another person as opposed to being shot out into the ether and, and out to die in space. Um, if you don't know, uh, and you can't see the ticker at the bottom, and you are listening to us on Spotify, then you already know to listen to us on Spotify. But if you're watching us and don't know that we are on Spotify, we are on Spotify. So go check out the Casually Serious podcast on Spotify. Uh, there's another one there that bears our name, but uh, we are not a man and woman. We are two men. So that'll usually give it away for you. Um, the font. Much funnier, the... too. Much funnier. <laughs> um, okay. But if you, if you can... Uh, if you can check us out over there, that'd be great. Again, we have our YouTube channel. If you haven't subscribed to that, please go over there and check us out. The good uh, thing about Spotify, Instagram. Spotify, you don't have to look at our faces. In Spotify, right. it's just the voices. Yeah. I mean, we're not doing anything too exciting on here anyway. So to get away, away from our mugs, Spotify, in the car, anywhere. Yeah, 
It's just the gravelly buzzsaw of our of our voices uh, yes, on Spotify. But again, you could pop it in there, and then you could listen to us instead of having to see us, like uh, like Ken Man says. And it's uh, on the go, and you can listen to us while you're jogging, and you can laugh and and uh, do the spit takes. Yes. But again, thank you for the support, ladies and gentlemen. We are going to get out of here. Please don't cancel us, and don't be so quick to cancel other people. Do a little research. You know, don't be part of that machine. For real. Right. Thank you so much. Thanks for joining us on TCS. Have a good night.